First and foremost, man, I want to welcome everybody to another special episode of Trainer to Trainer Podcast. I am your co-host, Jamal Richardson at JMR Basketball. And a little switch up today. So to my right is my co-host. Sean Sanford, you see me on the shirt. Don't play. Wait, you is that you on the shirt? <laughs> Bro, that's, that's bad. That's bad news. I'll tell you that right now, people. That's bad news. Hey, we got two man, listen, man, we got two legends in the building, two special guests, MTSU's finest, uh, two professional players, man, that's 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 man, great at what they do, man. So, man, excited. First time having two guests in one show. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, we 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 making it happen, man. So we wanna make sure I'm going to introduce the first guy to the bottom right corner. You know what I'm saying? The man, the myth, the legend, as Sean said earlier, stated, you know, Mr. Reggie Upshaw. Let's give him a round of applause. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to the bottom left, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the defensive star word, the dude that talks about trash. You know what I'm saying? Crazy to the whole nine. Mr. Bruce. Crazy. Give him a round of applause as well. Appreciate y'all, man. Fellas, fellas, how y'all, Good, how y'all man. feeling, man? Shit. I ain't gonna lie, my eyes hurt a little bit right now. Right, look. Right, yeah, it's, late, it's late in the month. Four forty-five over here. Wake up, man. Hey, man, I'm here. I'm here. Wake man, up, let's baby. get it. I'm here. I'm here. I got. I got to fix my energy up. There we go. That's the Yeah, I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm ready, man. There we go. There we go. Wake up, bro. Wake up. All right, we're gonna jump right into it because I always do. All right, let's jump into it. It doesn't matter which one of y'all answer this first. We'll go right into it. Tell us about your basketball journey, high school, college, and who influenced you throughout your journey, man. First. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see, man. Starting high school. Well, first I'll say uh, the guy that put the basketball in my hand, like, it's been with me my whole journey with my dad. So having my dad by my side from start to, I'm going to say, I ain't done playing yet. From start to finish. Has been a blessing in disguise, man, because uh, he's been able to guide me, you know, make certain decisions through my basketball career. Um, high school, I went to Silicon Valley High School in Maryland. Wasn't no big time recruit. Didn't get no big time offers. Um, coming out of my senior, I had D twos and uh, junior colleges. Um, I went to Dodge City, JUCO in Kansas. Uh, played two years there. After playing two years at Dodge City, I ended up transferring to Middle Tennessee State. Played two years at MT. Successful at both schools. After playing at MT for two years, went to the G League for my rookie season 13-14. And uh, most people don't know, Sean knows, I didn't play basketball for two years after my rookie season. So I hooped 13-14, and then I didn't play 14, 15, and then I didn't play 15, 16 at all. And I went to a semi-pro league in December of 16 in St. Louis. I started playing semi-pro in St. Louis. I played a little bit of semi-pro in Maryland. And then I got back in the G League for the 16, 17 season. I played G League 16, 17. Then 17, 18, I went back to the G League. And then I went to Canada for two years. Then Ukraine for two years. Then I went to, like, Mexico all type of different places. And then I went to uh, Turkey last season, and now I'm in Romania. And that's just my basketball journey in a quick summary. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Let me okay. think, man. My, my basketball journey is really 
Yeah, I started playing when I was like four, just in like Pee Wee League. My dad really got me into it, just around all kind of sports, basketball, football, baseball, all that. Then um, went to high school at the Baylor School in, in Chat. Uh, uh, after that, what I do? Went to um, went to MT. wasn't like a, a highly recruited guy for basketball. Um, played all four years at MT. After that, uh, I did probably like 12, 12 to fourteen NBA workouts. Played summer league twice, and then immediately went overseas. Played in Germany. Played in Italy. Uh, uh, Spain, Ukraine, and now I'm in Belgium. I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a piggyback question because we always do this. Uh, first one for you, Bruce. The two years you set out, how did you stay mentally strong to focus on your goal, what you wanted to do? How? Because I know that's tough for any athlete to to sit out for two years to to miss your passion, not to be able to to do what you love to do on a regular basis. How did you mentally Stay strong throughout that the was whole tough. Um, that was part like the first time I really thought like basketball was done. So it was like you said, just playing basketball at an early age, starting off at five years old till when I had to really put the ball down. Actually, I just didn't know what to do to be honest. Like I never really had a like a steady job, so having to put the ball down and actually go clock into work for two years was mentally tough because I'm, I was still young, 24 years old, playing pickup with guys that, you know, playing overseas or still in college and still showing that you can still play at that level. But I'm thinking it's over. Like, I'm just – it mentally was tough. Like, I was a little more frustrated with life at that point. Um, certain shit was just pissing me off because I wasn't playing basketball. So it was it was a hell of a, hell of two, hell of a two years, man. I, I got to give a shout-out to – I moved back to Maryland and um, talking to my older, older like big brothers, man. Playing with them, just playing pickup. They were the ones that told me like, man, you still playing at a high level. You need to like. They told me quit my job. I was working at a car dealership. It was like, yo, quit your job. Start playing basketball again. That was like the, at the moment that kind of reeled back in mentally because working at the car dealership was tough. I used to argue with my boss all the time. I used to call him retired hooper. Like, yo, this is my retired athlete. He used to play. I was only 24, about to turn 25. So, in my in my eyes, bro, all I knew was basketball. I ain't know nothing else. Like, so I I was kind of mentally, I was out of it, man. Only thing, another thing that kept me going was my son. I had my son in 2014, so I really couldn't clock out mentally because I had to take care and provide, you know, for my family. So, I think if I didn't have my son at that time, um, I don't know actually where I would have been mentally, man. So, you know, my son really helped me stay stay locked in. And my girl, Jasmine, and Jazz helped me stay locked in as well. Reggie, I know you said you weren't highly recruited for basketball coming to high school, but I, a birdie told me a long time ago you were highly <laughs> recruited for football. Though. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, when I was in high school, I played – Football, basketball, ran track, and I think football. Like I, I definitely like my whole family. They're all football guys. My dad, my uncle, uh, my brother played in college. So I'm I'm the first one who chose to go the basketball route. So 
you know, football was was huge in my in my family. So, like ninth grade year, tenth grade year, I you know, you start playing and it's not you know you're not doing anything crazy just yet. But once I like finally grew into my body, um, and like my athleticism came along, I started to get letters and get offers from uh, SEC schools for football. And so, you know, when by the time my senior year came, I was I was facing a, a big decision on one, where do I want to go to school? And two, you know, what sport am I going to play? And it it, it kind of uh, took an injury for me to, to eventually end up choosing basketball. Mm. I didn't know that much either. That's wild. And you and you, you chose you, to go you, play. Yeah, you still in the SEC. We just play basketball. <laughs> that, is that is that's real. He was still that's real. That's real. That's hey. Reggie. Hey, man, y'all making me sweat, man. Y'all making me sweat right now, man. Y'all making me sweat. You are a real one. You chose Kermit over that. You chose Ooh. Kermit over Nick Saban. You are a real one, bro. I'm just saying. You are, bro. A lot of people can say that. A lot of people can say that. You are real. Uh, legendary. That's legendary. Dang. Dang. Absolutely. Uh, fellas, man, kind of talk about you know, obviously, man, as you move up in levels within the game, you know, it's going from, you know, high school to college and college to pro. Kind of talk about, um, you know, what were the biggest adjustments for you guys, you know, transitioning from the college game to the pro game, kind of like some similarities and differences. But what do you think were some things that you um, had to adjust to in order to get acclimated um, and understanding how to play um, at both levels? I think uh, just learning how to play – from college to pro, obviously for for Americans, when you come to Europe, the main one is like the you get called for travels. Like every every time you try to sweep right or sweep left, just to just any time you try to penetrate, you're gonna get called for a travel because you're not doing the cross step or you're not putting the ball down. You know before you uh you try to make your move. So for me, that was like my biggest adjustment. I remember like my first game professionally, I, I got called for like seven travels. So mm. I was like, man, it's it makes you slow down, you know. Like once you once you get used to playing the European style, um, you know, it's definitely like you got to slow down and, and really think about what you're about to do before you do it. And it's not as much like playing and and just reacting. You got to really think about what you're about to do before you do it. Man, I, yeah, a lot of traveling. What about in Europe? Is crazy. That's tough. It's a tough adjustment. Once you play like a, I'll say a couple months, you kind of adjust easier to that, to that change. Going from college to the G League was crazy because I just played at Kermit. I was like a defensive stopper. When you get to the G League, man, the whole thing is really one on one and scoring the basketball. So my coach tell me like, yo, I can't play you as much because you're not being aggressive offensively, and. I always tell myself, like, if I could go back to me being younger, my rookie season in G League could have been a lot better because we had a really young team. We had a lot of guys that were, like, their first, second-year pros. And my coach was telling me, like, shoot, shoot. Don't worry about your shoot percentage. Like, if you open, shoot the ball. Basically, being a pro, like, somebody driving two, 
you shoot it. You know, you get you get your shots up. That that adjustment going from being yep. a defensive stopper and just like to moving from the point to going to playing off the ball and being a catch and shoot guy was probably like the huge, like the biggest adjustment I had to make playing from college to pro. Um, and then the NBA line from the college line is hella further. Like I wasn't confident even catching, even shoot the ball yeah. as a rookie. And I mean that's that might have been the big adjustment was that going from the college to the G League was just going from being a run the show, pass the ball, Rondo type guard to scoring the basketball. And it wasn't shooting the ball thirty times. It was just like if you open as a pro, you gotta make open shots. Like you gotta make your shots count like at all times. So I think just making shots and then college, if I'm not mistaken, bro, I know I've been out of college for ten years now. It was like thirty, what, thirty, maybe thirty five games. 30, 35 games, where you might play 50 to yeah. 60 games as a pro. So, yeah, you got to have your leg underneath you at all times. I don't know if everybody hits one, but I know I hit a rookie wall my rookie season in the, in the D League. Right? It, was, it was the D League at the time. I had a rookie wall, and my legs were just, were just dead at a certain point in the season. So I just think that it's small adjustment that you don't realize when you go from college to being a pro. Absolutely. I think – and then, too, just – I know for both of you guys, and I know you again having the you know experience and opportunity. We'll talk, and we're gonna to touch more on this later on in the in the interview. But uh, you know, you both have an opportunity and experience playing, you know, at the NBA level, and then also you know playing overseas. It's a different, uh, you know, different style, different feel, and uh, you know, we're going back to a conversation we uh, myself and Sean had about Luca when Luca was saying that it was just so much easier, you know, to play in the NBA. Uh, you know, for, you know, particularly for the spacing and. Uh, primarily defensively, you know what I mean? Like not catching the paint and, and, uh, and, and you know, being help side the whole time, you know what I mean? So, uh, but also, too, I'm going to ask both of you this, man. Kind of talk about um, just like the, the the adjustment to, you know, being overseas. And the, I think a lot of a lot of times people don't understand, like, just the challenge sometimes of, of a coach in regards of, you know, mentality-wise and, you know, you know, make sure you're falling into the role that they want you to play. And then also, like, just the language barrier as well. You know what I mean? That's a, that could be a, a bit of a challenge, too. Kind of talk about that if, if y'all feel free to share on that. Yeah, that's um, being, being in Europe, uh, yeah, like, it's tough because when you get here, um, I don't, every, every country is, like, different. Every situation is different. So you might join a team where you might have teammates that, like, show you where to go, tell you where to go eat at, what restaurants to go to. You might have a car. You might be close to the gym. The gym. You might be close to the store. Then you got places where, it's like, I played in Turkey. I had a car, and like they just, they just dropped me off. Like, you know, this is your apartment. Here are your keys. Practice tomorrow at ten. It takes you all the addresses, and then you just got to figure it out from there. So, you know, you go from, you know, you in the states. You know, you with your family and stuff. And even like, you know, I transferred to MT. It was easier to like navigate, like how to get around and, and to find stuff. You just type it in on like on Google or your, your maps. When you're in another country, your language barrier. You could be typing in just like food near me, and it just be like random coffee shops to pop up. Like you don't even know where you're going, so you got to navigate how to get around through the city. And then a lot of places, you go to the store to a restaurant, there is no English. You go to you go you go to practice. Yeah, coach might not speak English, so somebody your team is translating. Everything your coach is saying in the huddle, in the on the floor, in the locker room, so that can that can be tough. 
you know, as one American um, coming over here and just trying to make that adjustment. Because I'm not going to lie, for some people, it's a culture shock. It's a huge, huge culture shock. Right? Yeah. And you got to be able to uh, to make that, that adjustment. And then they can tell you one thing from when they sign you, like, you're going to come into it. This is going to be your role in the team. You're going to come here. You're going to play this amount of minutes. We want you to be, let's say, I don't know, come in, be the guy, be aggressive, get shots up, whatever. But once you get on the team and the local players, you know, get a little upset, like, hey, you're getting a lot of shots. You're getting a lot of a lot of looks. They're not satisfied with your play as a teammate. Your role can change, man. Your role can change in the, in the matter of game. So you got to be able to adjust on the fly here. you got to be able to adjust on the fly because here, you, if you average 20 in college, let's say, or you average 20 somewhere else, and you join another team in Europe, you might only you might only average ten or eleven. And some people can't some people can't handle that adjustment, bro. You only might you might go from taking seventeen shots a game to seven to nine, eight to ten. And you know that, that's a yeah. that's a tough adjustment for a lot of people to make. Like shit, myself myself included. That's an adjustment that I'm making right now, and it, it is tough. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to be efficient, but also, bro, you get limited to shots. Let's say you get Six shots. You go two for six, bro. You you you, you pissed off at the world. Bro. No, I ain't gonna lie. So I mean, you just you feel me? So it just we got to be able to realize you know, your role gonna be different every year. I mean, unless you just you know one of them guys. I mean, your role gonna be different every year, depending on where you go. Yeah, I would say like to pick to piggyback off what Bruce just said. Um, just like from my personal experience, like my rookie year. I got I went to a team and that was like my first time really realizing that okay I'm not I'm not in college anymore like it's 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 a business now um you know cuz like I just left from MT and you know we were winning we went to uh the tournament won a game in the tournament got put out by Butler so it was like a successful season um and then I go to my first stop in Germany and Oh, this about to sound. This about to sound bad. We won one game all year. I forgot about. Yeah, I remember. That. I remember. That. I, remember that. I remember. I remember. I remember. Used to call you all the time. You like, bro. We've lost. Yeah. Like Twenty-two straight games. Wow. Bro, we, what? What? I was like, what? we lost like our first fifteen yeah. games. Then we won. We won one game, and then lost the rest of the games. The whole rest of the year. So yeah, I mean, like that was my. That was like my. It was hard for me to adjust to that because you can't like I was at a winning program in college and then I go I go to a situation I'd never been in before. And then you gotta you know, you add on like the culture difference of people not speaking the language like no one speaking English and then you, you know, you just feel like you're kinda out there on the island by yourself. And then um like my second year, I made the jump up to Spain and we're playing a Euro Cup and I was I was thinking like when I got there I was thinking okay I'm about to have the same role that I just just had in in Germany which was playing 30 minutes a game and you know just being being a pick and pop four who's just gonna just play his game and when I got there it was it was I was shocked like I didn't know what to do like I, I went from playing 30 minutes a game to playing like 19 20 minutes a game and it just was it was I didn't know I didn't know 
how to adjust to it because I, I was never used to coming off the bench. I was never used to being like a role guy, a three and D kind of guy, anything like that. So, like the the mm -hmm. up until like February of that year, I was still trying to learn how to even be like a good teammate in a sense because I didn't, I, I never, I never had to do anything like that. And so, like once I once I yeah. finally like tapped into, okay, it's, it's bigger than just me. Like it is a business, but at the same time, if I can learn how to do a different role it'll help me in the long run on a different team especially you know if you want to climb the ladder and go higher and higher play for different teams and stuff like that like you're not always gonna have to go out there and score 30 points a game or, or play 30 minutes a night like some nights you're going you're gonna go out there and play 19 minutes maybe maybe less than that and it's all about what you're gonna be able to do when you when you get that time on the court and so, so I think like for me it was just a shock. Those first two years was like a, a huge shock of, of just trying to learn how to adjust while also trying to adjust to being in different different countries. Um, I feel like it's crazy. Both of y'all said you had to figure out your role because we had Corey Frazier on earlier in the week, and that was one of the things he was talking about how a lot of guys now or the young kids more than more than that like don't know what their role should be they have a hard time figuring out what their role should be on their teams or in their systems and whatnot and it's crazy that y'all are still talking about that at your level trying to figure out like from year to year what's my role going to be with this team at this point so it just proves that like it's just always a constant battle in basketball to try to figure out where do i see yeah. in this situation it's tough bro that shit that should really be tough, bro like when you like not sit back and reggie just i gotta pee back on reggie because i didn't think about that uh, during the pandemic, that season in Ukraine, I went guard of the year. The pandemic broke out. I went guard of the year. I signed back to Ukraine to another team in the league. And the next season, bro, I only played 19 minutes a game. Like, I just went guard of the year in Ukraine. I went back to Kiev and played 19 minutes a game. That, that was my toughest mental season ever in basketball. Like, that was the first time we contemplated, like, just saying, fuck basketball. Just, like, ready to retire, like. But mentally, it was like you just won guard a year, and in the same league, you go back after the pandemic. You know, the pandemic was crazy. So I'm, happy, I'm just happy to be back on the basketball court. But then I'm not starting. You know, I'm not starting, mm -hmm. and I'm only playing 19 minutes a game. And then this when the business side kicked in where a team in Germany, the BBL, was trying to buy me out of my contract with Key. They didn't want to let the team buy me out. So they, they told they told my agent they needed me in Ukraine, in Key, bro. I'm only playing 19 minutes, like. And we was in first place the whole year. Like, we finished in first place. We was in first place the whole season. But mentally, it was like, bro, I can't. It was hard for me to accept that. Just winning guard of the year to play 19 minutes a game was the hardest shit for me to accept ever in basketball. Like, that was that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Uh, let's, 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 let's rewind for a minute. Let's talk about. Both of you guys experienced at MTSU and playing for Kermit Davis. And let's also address some of the signature wins that you guys had while playing there. Should I go first? I think, I think Reggie had the softer Kermit than I did, bro. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> uh, I, heard, I heard some stories, man. 
man. I heard some stories about Kermit, man. They said Kermit was, <laughs> was a bad dude, man. I, but I'm, I'm, yeah, y'all got the flow. I heard some nah, stories. Right, hey, Reggie, <laughs> nah, Reggie, your freshman year might have been crazy. You still had, you still had Sean in them. Your freshman year probably was insane. Man. You still had Sean. No, my freshman, my freshman year was was. I was like, oh no, nah, yeah, I can't do I'm about this. To say, you still had Sean in them, bro. Your freshman year probably was crazy. Dude. Oh my, yo, dog. I come from Juco, right? So I transferred from junior college. I never lifted a weight until I got the MT. So everything was a shock to me, like when it came to like basketball in general. Just the terminology, the weight room, three hour practices, individual workouts in the gym on a shooting gun, like. We had this, we had stats in practice. I think I'm lying, bro. Act Reggie. You had you come in the locker room, bro. It was like tip passes, <laughs> like charges, turnovers. And if, if you was if you was like dead last in stats, bro, you did not start. You're not getting in the game. Like that's how hard our practices were, bro. My my two years at MT. <laughs> like that's just like the a small history, bro. So I transferred to MT. Um, you know, you when you get recruited, coaches are nice as hell. Right? They tell you everything you want to hear. It's all good. I'm acting on my, my visit. Boogie is there. He's like, oh, man, Kermit's a great guy. He's going to get the best out of you. You're going to love him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, cool. My, uh, my mom and dad, I took a visit to MT. They brought my family up from Maryland. They flew me up from Kansas, brought my, my family up from Maryland, man. Um, it was my birthday. My visit was on my birthday, bro, September the 2nd. We come to the game at the time. Uh, what's the quarterback's name? Dwight Dasher, that's his name is? I think something like that, Dasher or something. But they had a, they had a big-ass yeah, football yeah, game yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm loving my visit. Kermit showing me a lot of love. My parents love MT, so it's okay. It's like no-brainer. Boom. Commit to MT. Yo, the, the moment I, the moment I, I transferred him for summer school, I knew I fucked up. Like, like, the moment I came in, I knew – this was totally different. Bro. I knew he made us play pickup. I'll never forget it, bro. We was at the pool. You know what I'm saying? We in college. We drinking. We chilling. We at the pool, bro. I'm not even thinking about He said pickup is optional. So, you know, they in the group chat, well, we about to play pickup. LeBron and Texas. I'm like, bro, I'm not going. I ain't going. I get a phone call like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm at the pool. So the guy's trying to play pickup, and they said, you, you won't show up. And I'm like, yo, I thought it was optional. He's like, it is optional. I see them all. And I'm like, wow, bro. I didn't miss, I didn't miss another pickup oh, my man. two years at MT. I didn't miss another pickup, bro. Like, bro, bro it's the summertime. The practices from, we started August. I'm not saying, we started in August. Hell, I don't care what the rule was. We started in August. Like, <laughs> that, that rule, you got to fill in. An hour a day. No, bro. We going from three to six. Like, three to six. I'm mentally cooked, bro. Hey, real, real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. But, Jamal, I don't think you understand. No. It's a regular three-hour practice. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a current day practice. Everything is full speed. There is no, there is no chill time in these three hours, bro. None. It's. Go, go, go. No, nah, you good, throttle, man. Good. It was four throttle, three hours content. I'm telling you, like, Reggie turned down a football scholarship. He's still playing football, bro. Listen, it was three <laughs> hours of contact. <laughs> three hours of contact. We had this drill. My two 
after that MT, we lost. We lost technically two home games. We lost one to Belmont double overtime. Ian Clark at the game went in the corner, and then we lost to Minnesota. Um, at the we, we, we we didn't lose my senior at the crib. When you lose at home with Kermit, bro, nah, it's probably the worst shit on the planet. Practice is like four hours long. That's like four hours long because the first hour and 30 minutes is filmed, bro. It's filmed. And he points out, he has his red laser, like, he has his, like, like, laser film. So, like, in the game, let's say, you know, you say something to Kermit, whatever. When you get in film, he don't forget anything. And he, like, he has this one line. All right, God, I haven't watched the film yet. We're going to watch it together. Knowing damn well he didn't seen it 12 times, 15 times when we got the film. He knows every play by heart before it happens. He was like, come on, man. You came to me talking about you got over the screen. You was a whole bitch on here. Let's pull the red dot out. Rewind it like 12 times, but we don't get past the first three minutes. Like, Kermit mentally breaks me down, man. But, you know, what I will say is my two years there, man, we lost two home games. Um, I think my, it was my junior year, we, I think, I don't know if Reginald had a bigger crowd. We had one of the biggest crowds versus uh, Minnesota, man. Uh, it was like 10,000 plus. It was, it was a sold-out game. We ended up losing. Uh, LeBron knocked the damn ball through his hand on the baseline, taking the ball out. We got a check. They hit the damn free throw. I don't, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Um, we had the big wins, man. We got blown out once. I will say that. Only one team blew us out, and that was Florida at Florida when they had uh, Kenny Boynton in them. But we beat UCLA by 20. Um, we lost to Vanderbilt when John Jenkins and them was there by three. Uh, I always tell everybody, if Fester don't hit LeBron with an elbow, and uh, cut his eye open mid-game, we probably win. I'll tell everybody that. We probably win if LeBron doesn't get hurt mid-game. Um, we beat UCLA, lost to Vandy. We beat Ole Miss twice in my two years there. We made it to the tournament my senior year. People don't know is that my two years at MT, we did not win the conference tournament. We did not win the conference tournament. We did win the regular season bullshit. But we lost both of my years in the conference tournament shit in the first round. To be real, we lost both, both years in the first round. We didn't even make it to the goddamn championship game. We lost both years in the first round. Um, we beat Tennessee in the NIT. That's probably, that, for me, that was my best game at MT. Uh, I had 20 and 10. We won that MT. It was it wasn't ESPN. So, like, me, that was my signature moment at MT. Um, and then we had a, a – trying to think. Any other big games, like, I'm just trying to think team-wise. Yeah, I think the Ole Miss, UCLA. We beat Vandy my senior year, but I didn't really have nobody, so I didn't really count that shit. But for the most part, man, my two year MC was, was good, man. I think we had my class, me, Marcos, Ray, and all of us, Jason, and then we had, like, 55, 56 wins in two years, something like that. Then we, 50, we went 55 and 12, or 55 and 13 in two years. So, successfully, we had a successful ass. The season at MT, but Kermit is a crazy guy, man. But I, I ain't gonna lie, Reginald tried to say they had the best team at MT. We had the best team at MT. I don't give a fuck what year they try to they try to match mm -mm. them up. Mm -mm. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, Reg, uh oh, Reg, Reg, up, Reg. What are you talking about, Reg? Let me just say this: Who had the crazier Kermit? I'll get at the y'all. Y'all had the crazier Kermit, for sure. Y'all had it. But if we're going to talk about who had the better team, if 
I can remember correctly, we made noise twice in the tournament. Three out of my four years, mm. I was at least playing mm. in the conference championship game. Mm. Uh, uh, I think my last two years, we messed around and was ranked top 25. Wow. We had the, we had the nation. We had, what we had? We had, we had, I think we had the, the nation's leading three-point shooter percentage-wise. Three guys averaging over 15. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's just a that's just a little bit. That's just a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to hey respect to the OGs who came before me. Uh, you know, they they taught they taught me how to be a college basketball player. Not missing pickup, all that, because I can I can honestly say every time that there was a pickup and all y'all guys was back there, y'all was the first ones in the gym, pushing us to be better. Sure. So we wouldn't be we wouldn't have been as great as we were without y'all, but we were we, we were better. I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. I'm telling I'm gonna tell everybody this, and I I, I was so happy y'all won in the tournament because as the alums, that let us know. How much softer come and got with y'all? Because he, he knew the way that y'all was playing, coming down the court, transition threes, one on one basketball, add Sean. But for me, when I played at Kermit, we had to pass the ball 10 to 12 times before he got a shot up. The shit was so boring. People would come to the games and be like, bro, I can't watch that shit. Y'all scoring 90 points. Y'all passed the ball 17 times before y'all can get a shot up. Like, and we had two of everything. Like, y'all ain't have to. I had to play through Reggie getting subbed by John Doe. Did John Doe go get this guy? We had two of everything. It was the strangest shit in the world. So to watch y'all play, I will say, like, y'all had three guys who used to average 15. We had one guy who was double digits, Laurent. Yeah. My senior year, Marcos. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, it was like, it was like, yeah. Nine, nine, eight, seven, seven, six, eight, nine, nine, ten, thirteen. Like, like a Europe team. Like Watching y'all play, I loved it. Freedom, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, six, seven-man rotation, maybe eight. We had, like, 11. Like, we had, like, 11. Like, our shit was so messed up where when I transferred in, Jason Jones was averaging, let's say, like, I don't want to boost him, like, 14, maybe 15 points. You know, nothing crazy. He didn't play my two years there. He didn't get in. That's tough. Wow. He didn't play. Like, it, it, it's all money. That was 14, 15 points. We came in, didn't play, didn't get in. That's how talented we was. Like, I tell people, well, I was the best team. I think we the best team. It was both. It was yeah, were, bro. Because our, our advantage was we could. So, like, but our disadvantage was because we was so deep with the four-hour practices. Kermit broke us down like your practice we got there four to five hours. We were so deep. Like, he didn't believe we got tired. You know, I'm like, bro, shit. Like, <laughs> We're exhausted in here. Like, so when I seen y'all make the tournament and y'all playing Michigan State, motherfuckers doing reverse layups, catching dunks on the break, I'm like, yeah, they practicing like us. Sean ain't one of these dunks. Sean wasn't even dunking by there in March and April. Like, it was over with. I will say, I will say, like, I could, I could notice a difference between my freshman year and my senior year just with how Kern was with us. Yeah, like, bro. my freshman that's when I was the only – I was – it was four starters that were seniors and then me. So it was it was Tweety, Carrie, Nico, and Sean. 
And then I'm sitting there starting at the three. And, and we still had tough practices, but the way, that, oh, sure. the way that our practices changed by the time I got to be a senior, we were like my senior year, especially in March, because we weren't losing for real. We lost like, I think three or four games all year. Yeah, okay. So by time, yeah. by time we got to uh to March, we'll have like a forty minute walk through practice. Man, wow, wow, and, and, and like it was, it was. Wow. I don't know, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah, we had a soft recurrent, but we was also winning, so you couldn't really say like. Reggie. You couldn't really say anything about how we was playing, or he couldn't. He couldn't like try to make us practice harder because what we was doing was working. No. Reggie, you got, you got a 40-minute walkthrough. Bro, we would go in. We would, we would watch film, go to the gym. <laughs> we'll do like a, we'll do like a, half, a halfway kind of walkthrough, jog through type deal. And then we out. Ice yo, tub. Yo, no bullshit. We, my senior year, we would have went 20-0 in conference. 20-0 in conference, I promise you. Kermit got mad at me before a game versus Arkansas. I don't know what I did. Dude went down. Dude went by me. Got an air one. You know Kermit Reggie. It's bro. It was seventeen fifty six on the fucking clock. He called timeout. I'm like, so I'm walking to the bench. I'm like, I did this, Reggie. I'm like, damn. Yo, oh no, 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 yo, no. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's worse than insulting him to his face. Like, I was on the bench. I was on a quick call timeout. I'm like, damn. I walked to the bench, and the man cussed me smooth out. And I wasn't even mad at Kermit. I was mad at him with the damn air one. He didn't play me the rest <laughs> of the game. We lost to Arkansas State, Arkansas. So we, finished, we finished the conference 19-1. 19-1. Bro, we practiced that whole year. Even in March, Reggie, we were practicing three hours. Like, to the point my senior, bro, my damn feet hurt, bro. My, my calves hurt. My hips hurt. I'm like, bro, we don't – we're on a 13-game winning streak going to the conference, champ, the conference tournament, and we're still practicing three hours. Like, you talking about a 40-minute walkthrough. Nigga, I'll walk through, shoot around, but we just take the shoot around. Y'all not hearing me, bro. No, we ain't had no, no, we no walkthrough. We, we had a couple of tape, we had a couple of tape, uh, walk, I mean, uh, shoot around. Yeah, bro, like. We had a couple of those. People, a hey, couple of those. We had one Reggie, where we had one. We had one. Kermit really crazy, bro. We, it was no, like, Kermit crazy, bro. Bro, we had, we had. Had one practice before a game. We about to play Southern Miss at Southern Miss. We start the practice three on three rebound. No. After that, oh. after three on three rebound, he tell you to get on the baseline, like on on like each lane line, right? And he's standing up under the basket with the ball. He roll the ball like like to half court. You got to go run, dive, get on the ball, and then play one on one from half court. No. Hey Reggie, they don't know. They don't know if you don't dive on the. If, if you're not gonna get the ball. If you don't dive, you gotta do this shit again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta dive, bro. We had we had a guy like we we ended up our point guard got a wow. concussion because of that. Yeah, bro. He he, he, he never played play it again. Who? Jacob Jacob Ivory. Oh, Jacob did get the. Oh, the cheeks. People think hey. People think I'd be tripping, like, ah, oh, now you got a grudge versus Kermit. I said, I got a grudge with you, man. The man crazy, bro. The man crazy. Y'all not hearing me, bro. The three, three, three rebounds in. You got to get three rebounds to get out. And you got to circle the fuck around. You can get stuck in there for like an hour. He don't, you know how some coaches be like, I got to move on because this is my practice plan. When I got to the gym for two and a half hours. You were 
He don't care. He, he rebounds, can do that whole shit for two and a half hours. Yeah, if you don't get three rebounds, you guys will stay there for two hours. You will stay in that fucking circle and just fucking circle until you get three rebounds. <laughs> One time, one time, you know how sometimes people will come in and watch the practices? Yeah. But we had an ESPN. I think this was when Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl came to watch our practice when he was, when he was working with ESPN or whatever, like as a, as an analyst. So I'm thinking, okay, we got somebody watching our practice. There's no way it's going to be anything crazy. We do three on three rebound with Bruce watching the practice. We sat there and did three on three rebounding for an hour and a half. I'm yo, Rage, my body hurts thinking about it again, bro. So I don't even want to think about that no more. <laughs> is it safe to say? Is it? But is it safe to say though? When you left and you went elsewhere to play, you no, went to break. You like, oh, this that, shit. that's what I was going to get to. When I got to the G League, my rookie season, right? was looking at me in disbelief, like, yo, 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 why are you practicing so hard right now? And I'm like, shit, I need the ball, like, right? you know what I mean? <laughs> I got this ball back, like, because leaving Kermit, I'm not gonna lie, that, I, that's how I made my team coming out of college, like, was I practiced and played so damn hard, the other people was, like, confused, like, yo, why are you playing so hard? Like, fuck, like, it's, it's, it's a scrimmage, bro, September, the first game into October 1st. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, I don't know. In my head, Kermit watching somebody give me a phone call like, yo, you're like a little bitch. So, in my I'm trying to play and prove I can still play at this hard, tough level. But as you get older, I kind of like turned it, turned it down because I'm not a college, bro. You don't know nothing else. Kermit, if you ain't playing, that's all you Kermit, know. Bro, you're not getting the fuck in. I don't care who you are. And I, you know, I give Kermit, he give leeway to his, you know, his top players a, a little bit. Not, not, some coaches at their top players get a little murder. No, nah, not Kermit. No, he's not going for that, bro. He's not going for that, bro. He's not. Like, LeVon and Mark wow. had to practice. Wow. It wasn't no, ah, I rolled my ankle last Wednesday. I can't. You out here. Like, hey, bro. Drew, tape him up. Bro. Tape him up. We got, <laughs> Kerm, he, he doesn't believe in, like, being, like, if you're not in the training room. Yeah, bro. An hour or the day before sitting there talking about you hurt, you can't go into practice and then out of nowhere be hurt. Nah. Like, we, we got ready to practice mm. one time, and uh, Darnell, we, we started doing, like, I don't know what we was doing, layup line or something, and his back went out. Kern thought he was trying to get out of the practice, bro. He he kicked him out to practice, but not only did he kick him out to practice, he kicked him out of the locker room, took all this shit, threw it in a garbage bag, and made him go get dressed in the in the referee locker room. <laughs> Oh, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, 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 to the hotel after one game, after the way come and talk to us, we looked at each other. I said, "Yo, you want to go to Wichita State?" They, we, they both recruited us. Like, you want to go to Wichita State? <laughs> He's like, no, fuck you. I'm thinking about it, bro. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, bro. I said, they'll probably still take us too, bro. Oh, you know, we still yeah. junior. We ain't played a game at MT yet, but we just pulled some bullshit. So we don't like it. Like, 
And this, and this was the August. That's crazy. Like, we, had, we had a whole number of We just got a Juco, and I'm like, yo. I'm like, this man don't like us, bro. I'm like, he lied to us. Like, he does not like us. And we playing. Me and Marcos are getting minutes, though. We ain't playing six, seven minutes. Playing 20-plus in the summertime. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, bro, he don't like us, bro. I'm like, we can't do shit. You shoot the ball and miss, cuts out. You pass the ball, they miss, our fault. I said, bro, you want transfer? He like, crap, we, we had Wichita State. I'm like, we sure did. It ain't never too late in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, Kermit, if you reconsider how much you love basketball. Like, I thought I loved basketball until I met Kermit. And I was like, y'all kind of like it. I don't know if I, I kind of like it. I don't know if I love it. I kind of like it. I don't know like about. It. I love it. But once you get to understand it, once you get to understand it, oh, once you're on the same page man. as Kermit, you love basketball. When it came to extras and O's, y'all start reporting to be crazy, crazy. Like Oof. if a dude yeah. take two dribbles to his right on one play to get his shot off, that's how we knew that shit to a science. Like yo, when they run this play, the guy got to take two dribbles with his left hand before he get. Like we just knew certain shit. I bet the player didn't know about itself, to be honest. Like that's how detailed our scout was. Like. We knew shit about the other team. When they called their plays out, bro, we run the plays with them. Like, bro, y'all can't run shit. We we done watched film for like twelve hours. Like, there ain't nothing you can run that we don't know. You can't change. You can't You can't change the name and decoy the name. We know the decoy names. Like, that's how bad. That's how great our scouts were. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, one thing I do appreciate about Kermit is we didn't go into no game and but fucked up. Nah, X's and O's. Nah, and he ain't, he ain't get out coached. It was like that. I said, before we got blown out, we just got our play. Like, Kenny Boyd had like four straight. Threes and that took the game off. Like that was the only game we really got outplayed. But our coach, I can't tell you a team that our coach is now. I can't even say somebody our coach is now when it came to Kermit X's and O's. That shit was unbelievable. Bro. Um, well, he should be thanking y'all for that job he has now. But oh, we're not, we're not, gonna, oh, he, we're not gonna go into that. But he should be thanking. He should always send all you guys. He should give Reggie him a big ass hug because, like, we won, like, we, you know, we made the tournament, but we ain't, we ain't, we ain't win the conference championship. But Reggie them was number one, holding trophies, confetti falling, like, he needs to Reggie them thank you a whole lot because, Lord, bro. Don't send me no thank you card because I'm still mad, goddammit. I'm still mad. My career. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Boogie the other day, I'm like, I'm still mad at Kermit, bro. My damn body still hurt, bro. Damn. Uh, oh, Let's transition uh, back to overseas for a second. We already talked about your roles and stuff and having the best of that. But talk about how tough it is being away from family and friends uh, while being home for eight to nine months a year. It's tough, man, because, like, you don't really think about it until you start missing a lot of stuff that's going on at home. Like, you missing birthdays. You missing – like people getting married, people having having kids. Like Bruce, Bruce has a son, so I know I I can't, I don't have any kind of kid or anything like that. But I I can't imagine like being away from my my family, my kid for nine ten months, and you know you miss it every day. Like you you sitting and watching him grow up and everything. So <clears throat> for me, it's just tough being away from because my family, all my family lives in in chat. So I could go drive twenty thirty minutes and see both sides of my family, and so now you know stuck over in a in another country it's just, it's just tough like seeing everybody growing up seeing people get married missing birthdays missing holidays christmas new years all that it's just you really you really got to be i feel like you really got to like you got to get used to being alone out here like you got to be okay with being alone 
Otherwise, you're just going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Having a, having a kid makes make, make it a lot tougher. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Reggie was saying, being away from my son, you don't realize how much time has went past until I get home. Like, I get home, my son's a whole new kid. Like, every time I get back, he's a whole different child. Like, it, yeah, being on FaceTime, we play Fortnite together, you know, we talk, we play basketball and stuff now, but when I get home, it's, it's like he learns something new every every time. And I know it sounds crazy because it's like, yo, he's going to grow up, but I, I don't see it day by day. I just be gone for eight months, and I come back, he's a whole new new speech, tying his shoe, like, you know how to start the car, turn a video game on, how to play a video game, how to cook his own breakfast, stuff like that. You know, you miss that. Um, it is tough. And then, like Reggie said, you got to be, you got to be comfortable being alone all the goddamn time because, yeah, you, you hang with your teammates, but you see them every day. Right? You see your teammates every day. Like, I am not trying to go out to eat with you and kick it with you on my off days. Like, so you got to be comfortable you know, being by yourself. Um, and then you don't realize how much time goes by until you see, like, my parents are getting older. You know, I'm 32, so shit. My mom and dad 55, so they they getting older. They're slowing down. Um, and then I have, like, I miss having my parents at my game. Like, my mom and dad have never seen me play in Europe. They want to see me play, like, in the league because, you know, they come to the game. But them long flights not for everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents ain't taking no damn... 10-hour flight. I can forget that. They ain't getting no 10-hour flight. Um, so it's tough being away, man. It's tough, but I always tell myself, like, it's what I signed up for. Like, yeah, the goal was, everybody's goal was definitely in the NBA, but I signed up to play basketball. So I tried to beat myself up about it um, and just, just know, like, yo, this was my life decision. So, you know, I gotta, I'm cool. I'm cool with, with my decision that I made. But it is definitely tough being away for so long. Um, and I if basketball not going well when you're away, that shit make it 10 times harder. I ain't going to lie. And I ain't talking about, like, yeah, you want to play minutes, you want to play well. But if you average 20, and like Reggie said, rookie season, you ain't winning shit. Hey, listen, this, this shit 10 times worse. I don't get nine buckets you get. Low-key, man, I low-key turned into a little bit of an alky that year, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going home, I'm like, not winning. Let me, let me just crack open a little bit of Jack. See what, see how I feel afterwards, or something like that. Like you got to, you got to find a way to forget about some some stuff. But you definitely got to find healthy, healthier ways to to deal with basically anything you're going through over here. Anything, and then with the time difference, so it's hard to like deal with this shit. You can't really talk on the phone as much. Like, like when our day's coming to an end, everybody's day really starting. Like right now, it's five in the goddamn morning, five almost five thirty here. So usually I would be asleep, but everybody at home, you know, they kind of like winding down. So I get up like eat breakfast, go to practice. I'm up trying to talk on the phone, but everybody's trying to go to bed. So just that seven, eight hour difference makes the play the part too. Because if you are going through some stuff, you need somebody to talk to. You might not be able to get, be able to sit down and talk to them for too long. So then it makes it tougher because now you alone ain't got nobody to talk to. Because mm -hmm. and so it makes it, it makes it tough. So. If basketball going well, help the time go by quicker. Time going by quicker. You winning, you playing well. It just it just feels so much better when you just fucking winning out here in Europe. Then you also got to do a shit inside the club. People don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Payments might be a little off. They might tell you tomorrow, tomorrow, mm -hmm. tomorrow. It ain't been a month now. Like, hey, I'm gonna sit my ass out, and all of a sudden your payment kick in. So you know it's 
it's tough inside the game that you also got to deal with the business side while being away. And then they ain't got no consideration in Europe about certain stuff. Like, they, certain shit that bothers us as Americans, that shit don't bother them in Europe. So certain shit, you be like, yo, hey, it's the principle about certain stuff. They don't understand that. Like, they don't, that barrier too is kind of tough trying to get them to be on the same page as you as an American. Mm. This um and and that man, fellas, man, I think what y'all are touching on, man, is quite um, profound, man. Because you know, one of the things you know, I hear people in Sean can attest to this too, is like you know, people kind of just really casually say, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna play overseas. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go overseas. I'm just gonna hoop." I don't think they don't. A lot of people don't understand the ins and outs of what you guys have to go through. Day in and day out, and prime example, you know what you just, what you both just touched on is just like having, you know, that support system, and also, man, just being there by yourself. Um, and then too, man, um, I've heard stories of just in regards of, like, in you know, in, in certain situations, and you know, the political side of it, in regards of how you, you know, if you get into it with your coach, you can get fined, and 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 you know, in certain situations, you can easily be, you know, blackballed if you don't hang out with your teammates. And, so on and so forth, man. Like it's so much. I think people don't don't know about that part, and I'm glad you guys touched on that, man. Because again, like I tell people that they kind of just, you know, they 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 have the casual approach about just playing overseas. I'm like, man, listen, you're going into a whole different environment, a whole different world, and it's completely completely different than what you think. You know what I mean? And and uh, I I hear guys like yourself, man, like just have to really, in order to get through it, you really have to fully submerge yourself into the process of it. You know what I mean? And um, like I said, having that support, man, and just having people that, you know, you can call on and rely on, man, especially going through those those mental those mental walls and mental battles, man. Cause, and this is the side as well, um, fellas, that even for, you know, and this, this goes to the fans. You know, when fans are so, you know, quick to critique and, Call you trash and XYZ when you have a bad game. Like y'all don't y'all forget about the human yeah. part of these athletes, man. Like these you, know, you guys are just you're, you're, you're human beings just like everybody else. You know, you just are blessed with uh, extreme talent and to play the game of basketball. And so I think, you know, people tend to forget about that. So when you ain't, you know, when y'all ain't getting paid on time and you pissed off and they expect you to go out here. Well, we not we had paid you in about a month and a half, two months, but we still want you to go out here and go put up twenty five and ten and and lead our team to victory. And then if you lose, it's your fault. Like that's the part people, you know, don't they don't they don't understand that part. They tend to forget about that part, man. So I'm glad y'all had a chance to really touch on that, man, because that's the part that people, you know, they they tend it's, it's easy to to critique, it's easy to to throw you know throw throw stones, but yeah, y'all don't see the side of, of the game. You know what I mean? So that's I think it's important. And that, that kind of segues into the last question, man. And, you know, again, you know, off-season for you guys is a little bit different. You know, y'all season's finished later, and you're coming back home a little bit later. But then potentially having to be back early, you know, getting right back over across seas early, like August. You may get back in, you know, June or, or you know, late May, early June, June, July, and you got to be right back over. Man, kind of talk about, you know, what you guys do you know, to kind of keep yourself, you know, sharp and keep yourself, uh, um, you know, keep on point, you know, during your off-season. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, most off-season, like this this past off-season, I actually uh, 
uh, it's a it's a league out in New Zealand <clears throat> that plays during the summer. So I went out there and played, and that's kind of how I stay sharp uh, this off season. But usually, you know, I'm I'm either in Nashville or wherever else I'm at. You know, I'm trying to lock in with uh, with Sean anytime. Anytime I'm back in Nashville, just during my off season, trying to work out as much as I can, but also trying to enjoy the summertime also. Cause I feel like, you know, it's always a grind, you know, the season itself is a grind. And then, you know, even in, in, in the off season, you start training again. That's a, that's a, it's a more enjoyable grind, but it's still a grind too. So, you know, yeah. when you, when, when I get off seasons, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, you're working out, trying to take care of your body, lifting in the gym. But at the same time, I, I try to make sure I take care of my of myself mentally by, you know, going on a vacation, whether that be just to, I don't know, going to Miami or something like that or, or going to Mexico, wherever it's at, or even just going and getting a cabin like up in the woods somewhere and just chilling out for a couple of days. But um, just trying to find like a little bit of quiet time while you're in the States just to to kind of decompress fully because a lot of times a lot of guys don't don't decompress and then you start seeing them get burnt out at 24 25 when they they could really you know try to play into their 30 at least 34 so i think that's a big thing that a lot of guys don't really think about until it's, it's too late like i know myself my first couple of years i wasn't really trying to decompress and i was just trying to push it and, and as soon as i got back home i might take a couple of days off and then start working out again but uh Lately, you know, are the like the last two or three years, it's, it's been more of, you know, okay, I'm going to take some time away from the game and just, you know, take it, let my body recover from this 10 month grind that I just put it through. And then I'm going to start working out and getting ready again for the next season. Yeah, I think that's probably been my biggest adjustment. And I, I did my first time was last summer was just sitting my ass, just sitting down. Because, like, usually I come home. I'm definitely, I'm definitely partying my first two weeks. Like I'm, I'm drinking the first two weeks. I ain't doing shit else. Like, but I'm still hooping. Like I just drink, wake up. Sean, no, I just come to the gym and just hoop. Like now, now I'm trying to really find that balance. Like telling myself, like, yo, it's okay to to sit down. Like it's all right not to touch a basketball for three weeks. You know what I'm saying, and then you go back into the gym, like just kind of run, sweat everything out, then get back, get back on the court. Um. Most people like Sean knows, bro. Most people know me that I do a season, seven, eight, whatever, nine months. I'll be home to my, my parents, see my son, and I'm Cali, Drew New York money tournament, like Philly money tournament. I'm just traveling, still hooping, like I'm still in season. And it can burn you out, like, like bro. It's a lot. It's a lot because I've been gone for so long that I'm trying to see everybody. Like I'm trying to see everybody that I've missed for ten months. Can't do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. just burns you out. You can't do it. Like, you can't do it. It's, a, it's it's not impossible, but it's just a lot. Like, it's just a lot. So, like, last summer was the first time I came home. I just stayed in the land. I just, I just worked out. Like, I I played pickup party three times. That didn't even like me. Like, I ain't even trying to go hoop. Like, I played. I worked out. Wait, 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 wait. You played pickup three Yeah, I played pickup three times in uh, Atlanta. And I played in Brussels. You're lying. Uh, I played. You're lying. I played pick up three times, <laughs> lying, and then I played in the Brunson League in Baltimore one weekend in July, and then I ended up going to Canada because I told Jazz, I'm like, yo, bro, it was it was in July about to be August, and I'm like, yo, I haven't played basketball or something. 
Like, I haven't hooped all summer. Like, I just worked out and go home. I lift at 6 in the morning on the court from okay. lift from 6 to 7.15, on the court from 7.30 to 8.30, 8.45. And then we played the pickup. I played three times in Atlanta. You know, I don't know nobody. So, I, like, every time somebody got touched, they called foul and ball. But I don't play like that. If you want to call foul every time, like, we ain't – everybody was overseas pros. So I asked them, like, what, what country y'all – Playing, y'all get this many goddamn fouls in Europe because I don't. I ain't never seen no American get this many fucking fouls. <laughs> so like, you know, guys, you know what I mean? Guys are getting mad. Like, I'm guarding one dude. I'm guarding one dude. He tried to yeah. move on the fucking foul line and fell out of bounds. I'm like, bro, my boy. He was like, all right, all right, ah, right, yeah, y'all be bowling niggas. And I was like, bro, I talked to him like, bro, I'm gonna be honest. I, I ain't from Atlanta. I'm gonna leave it at that. And we just checked the ball up. I'm like, bro, I don't even do the tough shit. Like, I need from Atlanta, bro. I'm just trying to play basketball. Like, so after that, I told my trainer, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to play pickup with y'all, bro. This shit boring. And he looked at me like, what? I'm like, bro, I ain't, I ain't even shooting this motherfucker. Like, I'm swinging it one time, nigga, shooting fadeaway from half court. I'm like, bro, I'm not. It's even a foul. We checking up. Like, it ain't no rhythm, ain't no flow. So, I ended up going to Canada last summer, and that's how I really was able to, uh, Get maintained like staying sharp because I ain't go to Canada last summer, but it'd be the first time in my damn life I ain't played basketball in the summer. Don't get me wrong, it felt good. It felt good to chill. I ain't gonna lie, it felt great to chill, but I ain't, I'll probably never do that again. Like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I'll probably never do that shit again. I think this summer, I, I, hmm? I just can't believe, can't believe it. The guy that all, the guy that always yeah. me up and say, Where the runs that only who three. I was hitting, right now, he over the runs that because I wasn't playing nowhere. Like, I was in Atlanta, like. Shit, so going, bro. So my girl, I'm like, yo, I can't. I told her, I said, yo, I can't, I can't do this again the next summer. Like, I gotta play in like the little ABL summer league or something. Like, I went to a money tournament in Atlanta. Yeah, we like, won the money tournament. It was like ten thousand. We won that. Bro, that shit was so easy. Like, I, I'm like, yo, there's no way this basketball is like this. Like, there's no way there's so many pros around here. But I just wasn't in the right, like, the right spot to play. Like, now I know more people. I know where to go play at. Cause that shit was. Yeah. It wasn't fun, bro. Like, to me, it wasn't fun. So, you know, I think you, you got that 10-month grind. Mentally, you should take a break. Like, like Reggie said, I don't give a damn. You got to get a cabin. If you got to go to Miami, Vegas, whatever that is. Because when you're alone, like, for me, being alone for 10 months, when I first get back, it's an adjustment being around people again. Like, it's a hell of an adjustment to be around family and everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. It's an adjustment to be like, my son running up and down the goddamn steps, flipping shit off the steps. Like, yo, yo, what you doing? Like, it's an adjustment. Like, yo, your girl trying to talk to you. Mom and dad want to come see you. Like, I got to tell everybody, like, yo, whoa, like, this shit too much too damn fast. Like, because you gone for 10 months. They want to they get everything back in three days with you. They want everything right back in, like, two or three days. That's too, for me, it's too quick. So, like, me, I, I go out to eat by myself just to get, get away from everybody. Like, I still go out to eat by myself. Like, I'm in Europe. Like, I, that's why I used to go to the gym when I first came back. I needed that time to be away from People like basketball always give me my outlet to like, be away. I can be, like on the court, y'all, y'all know I can talk shit. I can be an asshole. I ain't got to be nobody from the basketball court. But when I get off, off I go to the court. People want to know, oh, what's the name of your team? Who'd y'all play against? Who was the leading scorer? How was the country? How was the food? How long was the flight? You be like, bro, you don't want to know all this shit for real, bro. Like you just asking because I play fucking basketball, bro. <laughs> But when I but when I say that, people think I'm being rude. I'm like, bro, if I say my team name, if I say my team name, nah, nah, you don't sure. call a basketball. You don't know what the fuck going on. Like, if I say the league score, 
was goddamn Sean <laughs> Sean fucking Stevenson. They're gonna be like, oh, who's Sean Stevenson? What school he go to? Like, bro, see what I'm saying? Now I gotta go to another fucking detail about this guy. Like, nah, bro, like, you know what I'm saying?
you do be needing somebody like <laughs> to, to talk to or head up. And I know Sean, if he ain't up, he gonna text back as soon as he wake up. I'm gonna bring the eye bit like a motherfucker, Sean. Like, sure. man, fuck this shit. Man. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Like, or I send yeah. him like clips or something. Like, man, I, I tell him watch my game, acting what he see, man. But people also don't realize, bro, Europe, depending on how you are, like, you have an aggressive personality. I, I got to dumb my personality down when I play in Europe. Like, I can't be like an asshole with like. And be physical and practical all day. Cause they take it the wrong. They take it personally. It's like in a game, I'm cool. I, yeah. can, I can talk shit. Cause they're not my teammates. But in practice, people don't realize like us in the summertime. Like we work out with y'all. We see y'all every day. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a bond. It's like a brotherhood. We can be physical. We can talk shit. Yeah. It ain't personal. You get over here. Nigga, my first practice. My first practice in Romania, bro. You would have thought I was trying to steal, steal from people. Like I'm like, bro. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to play defense. Yeah, I might style a little bit, bro, but it ain't personal. Damn, I, we teammates. I ain't trying to kill you. Like that. I had a meeting with my team on Mania. They was like, yo, your teammates don't like you. I was like, damn, what I do? What I do wrong? It was like, you know, they're not comfortable around you. You don't make them feel comfortable. As I drive, I travel 9,000 miles. I'm in their home country. How the fuck they uncomfortable where they live at? They mom and dad down the damn street. My mom and dad, I got to fly fucking 10,000 miles. Y'all, yeah. y'all uncomfortable yeah. with me because of practice, bro. Yeah. Practice. One dude cuts me off. I told him to roll. We run a pick and roll. I mm-hmm. said, "Yo, roll to the basket. You keep popping, your man. He ain't he ain't playing defense. Man, cuts me off, man. So we shut the fuck up. Like we got into it. But he got into it. And I'm like, you know, so I had to really catch myself. And I'm like, I forgot where I'm at. Like we get the, the boxing is John. He ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I know I'm headed back mm-hmm. to you know. So we get to fight. I'm headed right back to the career. So people, that's mm-hmm. another part of the, the game. People don't know is you can. Be yourself to a degree. Like you can be yourself to a certain extent. So people that come over here, they don't realize that. Like you can't come with a motherfucker and just, man, fuck them. I, I ain't talking to them. I'm just going who? No, they ain't going for that shit. They not going for that. What? You are locked when you got to shake everybody's hand. Like, hey, hey, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Hey, yeah. how was your night? Like, you got to really, they got to like feel comfortable with you before getting on the basketball court. Sounds crazy. People don't know that. That mm. shit inside the game, bro. Like the way I talk shit, I don't I only do that when I come home. I don't really do that in Europe no more because it was just that shit was looked upon like bad. Like I was like a bad person. I'm like off the court, bro. I'm so chill. I'll be smiling and laughing. But yeah, on the court, I don't. I never grew up trying to make friends in the basketball court. So all that shit that was new to me in Europe. I ain't gonna lie, that that was new to me. So as I get older now, now it's certain stuff that I, I let so. slide that I would have never let slide to 25. 26. I don't give a fuck where I played that. I'd have never let slide in the basketball court. But now it's just you got to be able to find that that medium ground over here. But it's gonna make it it's gonna make it that much harder. Like Marvin saying, bro, you can get blackballed for just being yourself, and then ain't being a bad guy. You can get blackballed for just being yourself. Like, oh, he's a terrible teammate. He wasn't. He wouldn't hang out in the locker room and drink beer because it was so and so birthday. People don't even know that shit count over here, bro. People don't. <laughs> I don't know with stuff like that, like, oh, Bruce wants to in locker room, we have, like, birthday, eat cake and drink a beer. And it's like, bro, I don't want no damn beer. I'm going to go home, get the shower and shit, because y'all, y'all in the locker room, but ass nigga drinking beer. I ain't in all that. I'm trying. I'm trying to go home. Like, I'm trying to go to the crib. Oh, man. 
okay, he's on okay, 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 Bruce. Yo, okay. people don't know. Like, you're, you're be different, bro. Like, people it. don't know the I shit you got to address to in Europe is totally it. different than being in the state, bro. I don't give. And and even in college, bro, you ain't saying that shit, bro. I don't, I don't give a damn. We, you do four years with a teammate. You ain't seen this shit. You see in college in, uh, in Europe for three months. Like, first three months <laughs> in Europe is a culture shock. Like, I'm like, whoa. Like, nah, ain't no yeah. way y'all walking around like that, man. Okay. Bro. Everybody cool with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, everybody, hey man, we got some great sound. Hey, Bruce gave us some great right. sound bites. I tell you that. Wait till we, wait till she you stops this So you got it. You really like they, It really, it's really. Europe, Europe can, Europe can really like make or break you, bro. Depending on how you come into the situation, bro. I always say that, man. I think with more we're talking about, I think it's tough for the trainer to like see the guys. Go for, we together every day. Think about it. We together every day. Now, I don't give a damn if it's, you work out at 7 a.m., come back at 11, and hoop at 5 p.m. That shit is from the first day you work out until it's like my flight's at 10 o'clock tonight. Let's get another workout in before I leave. Like you, we spend as much time with y'all as we do with our families. Like that's you together every day. So it's like, yeah, it's tough to see everybody go. Like it's, it's getting tough. As I get older, it's tough to leave my damn son now. Like he's about to be nine in September. Like he just turned eight. He'll be nine this year. We go to the airport. It's hard me looking in his face. Like I'm down there about to cry. I'm like, I, I'm all right, little man. I got fifth time. I gotta go. Like, Daddy gonna see you in a couple months. Like as you get older, bro, it, it get tougher. You know, leaving. I think even for the players, man, it, it's tough to to leave everybody and get ready to leave. Cause you really don't get to enjoy your summer. People don't realize that. Let's say like here, you make the finals. They told us you go seven games. The last game May 28th. That's the last game May 28th. Right, May 28th. Bro, you get home, let's say you fly on May 30th. You don't touch a ball for two weeks, right? Let's, you don't touch a ball to June 12th, maybe. But you leaving in August. So how much how much, how much celebrating and motherfucking, I'm relaxed, you going to do? You going to try to get it all in from June 30th to July 30th? You're going to kill yourself. Like, that's too much. And people don't realize players don't even get to enjoy two months of summer. You probably might get like Reggie said, you don't have to get a cab and take a vacation for a week and then be like, yo, all right, it's about time to, to get rolling. Because team in Europe, they don't, they don't, I never understand it. It's like, we got to come into the team full throttle in shape. My teammates smoking cigarettes behind the trash can. Like, I never understood that part. Like, I'm in a bit, you call my agent, like, yo, he can't run. He can't run a suicide. He's he tired. We didn't for two hours. My teammate throwing up, throwing up liquor he drank last night. Like that's people don't realize that part of the standards you gotta come into from day one. You can't come to these training camps to get in shape. You gotta be ready to rock and roll from August and your first game and your first game into October first. You gotta get August 17th, first game October 1st or September 29th. And you gotta be in shape. So you can't even enjoy your two months off. Like I think that's when it becomes the tough part is really trying to you gotta know your body. You gotta you gotta know how to play the like play the game mentally. Like, all right, I might not be in the best shape right now, but they ain't gonna know that. Like, they ain't gonna know that. A lot of people get sent home, bro. They get sent home early, catching cramps. So they they think they come here. They young. They ain't coming here and just they got the right guidance. No, man, I'm going to team. Man, they ain't do shit last year. They ain't. I'm gonna be good. I just seen guy bro come in average twenty. Man, that nigga sent to the crib. He done caught three cramps. He can't finish the game. Like. It's tough, bro. So, you know, everybody that's in college or want to play in Europe, talk 
to your OGs, man. Talk to your trainers. Learn how to be a pro. That's one thing. If I could go back, when Sean tell me my rookie season, yo, get your ass in the gym. The summer don't last long. Mm. I would have changed that going on my rookie season. Sean told me that every day. Yo, I ain't been in the gym. I'm like, man, I got work. I killed him away. He said, bro, you going to play basketball next year. The summer don't last long. You be good. Like, you going, you can make, you can make that money right back next season. Like, you're going to be good. So I always say, man, if, if you plan and you trying to go overseas, G League, whatever, summer don't last long, bro. Two months ain't shit. Two months ain't shit, bro. Four weeks go by so quick that you don't realize it, bro. It's easier to get out of shit than it is to get back in shape. Yep. It take it take a week and a half to drink three bottles of Hennessy and be done though. Be cooked. Yeah. I, if anybody know, if anybody knows, you know. it takes three weeks to find a bottle of Hennessy. Done. Anybody knows, you know. You know what I mean? So that should that should be tough, man. Oh. But I appreciate y'all, man. Have me on here, man. It's always love. Man, listen, I'm glad. I appreciate y'all coming out of y'all's comas in the middle of the night to wake up and do this. But we got to finish with our last thing, which is the best part of our cat pod, is pick a pop. You got to pick one, and the other one you throwing away. You're going to pop it, take it away. We're going to give you two two answers, two names, two whatever. You pick one, let us know. First, we're going to start with the biggest debate in sports right now. Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. He didn't even hesitate. Dave didn't even hesitate, Marvin. Hey, Goodness gracious. Hey, Rick, hey, Rick, Rick, catch a shoot. Hey, Rick, catch a shoot, Rick. Brian. Brian. Especially when he, when, he, when he break this record, Brian. Yeah. We had Corey Frazier on, like I said earlier this week, and he gave the best analysis on this conversation I've ever heard. He said, I'll tell you what you said, he's about to pass Kareem. He said, so – Kareem was leading scorer for 39 years, right? I was like, yeah. He said, why is Kareem never in the GOAT conversation? Why don't they ever name Kareem the GOAT if he's the leading scorer of all time? He's never been in that conversation, right? They always say Michael, Kobe, Brian. Why is Kareem? So what is him passing Kareem? How's that Does, bro. He did it. He did it and wasn't trying to do it. And he, and he, yo, that might have been, that, that been the strongest flex I've seen I've ever heard a say. He wasn't trying to go score 38,000 points. Man, listen, that's true. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, Listen, I'm not buying this. I'm not a score a score you know, shit no more. I'm not what, buying that story. You know what Braun did? I'm not Braun. buying it. He's averaged twenty. He's averaged twenty plus his whole career. I'm not buying that. I, I never bought it. Shit no but because the media labeled him as a non-killer and a non-score, he's able to run with that. He's able to run with. I wasn't trying. He, Think about it, bro. His first like eight years in the league, it was like, oh, he's not a score. He can't score the ball. He's averaging like twenty-seven, bro. And he's averaging 27, he can't score the ball. So I'm not buying that. But I, I get what y'all say, Brian. That's cool. We'll go to the next one. I'm not going to argue with y'all tonight. I'm, I'm going to have to. <laughs> we'll go to the next one. Raymond syndrome. That shit, that shit ain't fucking debatable. It's not it's debatable. Fuck. We know it's not debatable. We done, I, done, I done pointed this out earlier in the, in the show. <laughs> it's not debatable. It ain't even debatable, bro. It ain't even. I don't give a fuck what percentage rank. Yo, I'm, I'm going to ask you this, right? I'm going to ask you this. Because Sean knows about Ray. I mean, you, you might have seen Ray play. Mm, I know Ray, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If Giddy on the left wing, right, he open, and you kick it, what did the crowd do at MT? Three. When we kicked it to Ray, everybody just stood up. They had to say shit. They knew what was happening. 
And that's, that's tough. That, that's tough. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do me like that. You didn't have to do me like that. Hey, Sean, they, our crowd didn't say a word. If we kicked it to Ray, and his man was trying to stunt, everybody in the crowd just yeah. stood on their feet. No words needed, bro. Everybody knew. Honest. Ray, the first player I played with, bro, when, if his man was trying to do like this, Lake can tell you put a hand up, cool, three points. If you don't run him off the line, Ray didn't dribble. Nothing, bro. Great. Fuck it. Bro. 10,000 shots. The last, last two years of my career, go back and watch the film. Every time Giddy shot a shot, I'm run, I'm not going to offensive rebound. I'm running back. I got faith that that shot is going in. <laughs> I'm not going to rebound. I'm running back. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. I, I ain't mad at that. Giddy's jump shot is pretty, bro. That shit cash. I, I ain't going to lie. But I'm telling you now, a better shooter. Because I would say this. If you ask me, like, Giddy gave us a better score. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm like, Giddy put the ball on the ground. Like, Giddy Bad. scored the basketball. Bad. You're asking me a better shooter. I ain't, you're asking me who, who who averaged more points. But if Ray got to play motherfucking 29 minutes with us, that little three-point record that he got at MT got shattered. Shattered. Ray playing 19 fucking minutes mm. a game. But Ray wasn't getting the game and couldn't guard nobody. Kermit ain't going for that. He's not. He's not, not going for that, bro. Ray wasn't playing a lot. No. Ray making five threes in fifteen minutes, bro. He ain't even playing in the game. Like he five for six. Five for six, <laughs> fifteen minutes, bro. Damn. That's that's a crazy, crazy oh. clip right there. Boy, Boy, Rico. Rico. Hey, Ray was really coming by. We used to be in practice. We know we just warming up. He used to hit hit the rim and Ray be mad, like, huh. I'm like, Ray, bro, you ain't missed a shot in here though, bro. Like you ain't missed. You like you like a hundred for hundred. Like you mad to touching the rim. Like he ain't Believe in missing, bro. Ray mm. didn't miss. Like, I, hey, man. Yeah, get you know, I just set that one up, man, because I'm rocking with my guy all day. That's a, <laughs> I, 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 I like the I like the confidence you got. But it's, it's Giddy can't you, you don't even know his real name. You don't even know you don't even know Giddy's real name because don't about, you don't need to know it. It's what's his name? Giddy. <laughs> Giddy. Nathaniel. I tell you this though. Giddy can't out shoot right now. He can't. No. Oh, we gotta set this up, Sean. We gotta get this out. He can't outshoot Ray now. We get that locked up for ten years. He still can't outshoot Ray. I don't know what Ray doing. Ray got a kid, all type of shit now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to set that one up, man. <laughs> Cause, cause I'm, I'm, we gotta set I'm that one up. You got we year. You want to play the year? My senior year, nah. You want to play the year? Corey. Oh, shit. Damn, man. I forgot about you, Corey. Corey, damn. That's what I'm saying. We got, we had dogs. Damn. Oh, and I wasn't saying I was going to be there. I, I just wanted to ask you a question for you and LeBron. But LeBron fucking your Corey up, so I didn't even think about that one. Man, that's cool. Me, me versus LeBron? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of like that match. I, I think your Corey played. Corey was nasty for y'all, but your Corey was like 27 years old. Y'all cheating that year. <laughs> Corey was like three fucking colleges, like Corey was like four colleges, like Corey was like wow. Memphis, Arkansas, MT, Towson, all that type of crazy shit. Corey went through. Yeah, Kermit Loki was cheating though, because Kermit had Nick King come through. Nick went to like three schools too. Like, hey, Kermit really doing some cheating shit, but I gotta watch. Uh, oh, Corey was the five, five schools. Hey man, he, he found he found a way. Kermit found a way. Five schools. Hey man, listen here, bro. Corey was the five schools. 
No, bro. He went to. He just went to. He went to Arkansas and then transferred yeah, in. Don't do that. But he joined. Like, joined like, the good guy. I think Jacoby went to one school, but they went to one school. He was killing for y'all, though. I ain't gonna lie. That was a good ass front court y'all had. Y'all had Perrin too, right? Or no? No, no, no. Perrin was my junior year. So my junior year it was me, Perrin. Oh, Darnell. Darnell. Yeah. And then my senior year is when we had. Oh. Uh, me, Corey, Big Brandon. Speaking of Darnell. Speaking of Darnell, let's go to the question right there. Darnell. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah, we, we done, yeah, they, in the name dropped two people. So, here we go. Let's, let's, keep, it, let's, keep, it, let's keep it going. So, Sean Jones or Darnell Harris? I played with both of them. That's not fair. Yeah, but you got to answer that one because we played both of them. I, mean, I, I, I think they're two different. They're two, different, they two different, different guys, two different man. Like, for my team. We was I we we needed Sean. Right, right. I'm saying I don't know when they played together. I don't, like that's you no know, we we were playing. Never we never played together though. Like because Reggie played both of them two different times. But like when I played with Sean, bro, nigga, Sean had like 80 in vert, bro. Like we was just throwing live. I thought and Sean won player of the year. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Darnell. I don't think who who won player of the year with Darnell y'all year. Did y'all even win shit? Cause y'all won. Y'all went to y'all Michigan State that year, right? Yeah. I got who won player mm -hmm. of the year. Mm -hmm. Hey, all this is good, but neither one of you. I'm taking Sean. What the hell? The other, so we need to an answer. Oh, okay. Reggie. Okay, okay. There you go. Man, that's tough, man. Defense <laughs> wins championships, though. Sean, Sean was blocking shit, man. I ain't gonna oh. lie. People don't realize, bro. Sean was like fucking two sixty in college. Bro, shit was weird. That shit was weird, bro. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I need somebody. I need somebody to start okay, off the right, backboard right. for me. There we right. go. See, Reggie can take Sean because he okay. Reggie on the court. He like you know what I'm saying. Him and Darnell ain't out there protecting the damn backboard. You know Sean gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie know like Reggie know he walking shit up. Sean coming over to block like Reggie. Uh, Darnell yeah. coming to go no help side block, bro. He trying to pick and pop. He trying to knock that three down. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was cash. I ain't gonna hold you, right? Darnell pick and pop. That shit was cash, bro. Man, that's a tough question, bro. You should have asked. You should have asked me. You should have said Nico Hunter we or got, Darnell. We, it might have been a, like a easier question for uh, Reggie. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't. We're not here for easy. <laughs> Give him two more names. I'll, okay, yeah. So we gonna we gonna we gonna just make it even harder. All right. So the next one, Perry Buford, Marcos Knight. <laughs> Yes, yeah, Sean. Hey, Sean. Okay, Sean. Hey, we hit him with the two-two-one press. Sean, we hit the two-two-one. I'm gonna go pee. I'm gonna go pee. I'm gonna go. My guy, pee. We talking about college? I'm talking about. We talking about college? Okay. We're just saying. Yeah. In general, we talking about college. In college, ah, uh, Marco, he had more freedom than P did in college. Let's 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 let P just wasn't fucking with Kermit. Yeah. I in college, you got to pick Marcos. Yeah. He right now, the pros. What about now? Okay, what about now? What about now? Let's get. Okay, let's. No, 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 they play. No, no, I'm saying he playing differently with the MT. Like Marcos is still fucking hooping. Like I ain't, I ain't downplaying Marcos hooping at all. Like Marcos still hooping. But I'm saying the MT, he's going crazy, bro. Like Marcos hooping right now. But I know, I know MT Marcos had way more freedom than P. Like I was Marcos' teammate. Like Marcos keep the ball in the stand, but it wasn't no punishment. Like Kermit ain't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, 
Okay. We got we we got two left. Um I threw this in there randomly. College party or club. <laughs> Yo, y'all did ask well, I know, that question. I know about you guys in college and the parties that y'all attended. I know about you. I, I know about you. You college guys and your college parties. So I have to ask about these things. I know the experiences I've heard from you guys at your college parties. I've heard the stories. I need to I'm going. I'm gonna go college, college parties. Party you know what I'm saying? I'm go college parties. <laughs> I'm gonna go college parties. I'm gonna go college parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College parties, like man. Especially when you win it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. College. Listen, where you say he's ranked in the country? Where any where any fans ranked in the country? Shit. College parties. Bro. Rich, hey, Rich, 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 real quick, talk about man when when after y'all, you know y'all y'all beat him to the man, y'all get back to the talk to the MT man. What was Campus talking about? What was Campus talking about? Rich, don't let us know, man. Let us Bruh. know. First off, when I got back to my phone, like, right after the game, like, my phone was freezing. Like, I was getting so many notifications, like, text messages, Instagram, Twitter, everything was just going crazy. Like, my phone was, like, I couldn't do nothing on my phone. So then, you know, that died down a little bit. And then you get back to campus, and it's, like, everywhere you go, people just start clapping out of nowhere. Like, I'm walking, I'm walking, like, to the KUC to get Chick-fil-A. People start clapping when you walk in. Like, Damn. I remember we went to, uh, I had class. I go into the class, and it's like a normal presentation. Like, the teacher's sitting there clicking through the PowerPoint. And out of nowhere, it's a link. She click on the link. We just start watching the game again. She she, she tell the whole, whole team. She tell the whole, she tell the whole lecture, <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to watch history. So we go, we just going to watch this game, and, and y'all just enjoy. So we just, like, it, it I mean, after that game, my, my, my year was over with. <laughs> School wasn't over till like June. My year, my year was over like March seventeenth or whenever we won. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hell yeah! That's crazy. Hey, Jamal, he's still a legend in Murfreesboro. We can't go nowhere without somebody stopping and coming over. Um, can I take a picture with you, Reggie? No lie, no lie, bro. That's a legend in Murfreesboro, bro. That's crazy. All right, last one. This is beginning to get the question we ask everybody now. Um, loyalty or respect? Loyalty. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say loyalty because I think I think with loyalty you can still be even if they don't respect you, they they still gotta respect you with loyalty. Your respect for me can within drop immediately. Your respect for me can change in the blink of an eye. I like guess shit. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, I'm not meant to go respect. Your loyalty can really change. Nah. No. Uh, nah, bro. Your respect can change way faster than your loyalty can yeah, flip. Yeah, respect can flip real quick. I ain't going to lie. You really can be, somebody really respect you in a fucking heartbeat. I'm going yeah. to yeah, yeah. go with loyalty. Yeah. That's a goal. I ain't going to lie. Okay. Hey, hey, my last thing before I go. Last time I came to Mars pickup, Sean was there. Hey, man, this shit was so I picked up Ian Clark full court, start to start the game off. Niggas in the gym was like, "Yo, he good?" I was like, "Shit, my fault. Y'all don't play defense like this." I was like, "Damn, my bad. Y'all don't pick up." I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. 
Bruce walked over that. to me. Bruce walked over to me. He said, "I was like, what's going on? Niggas don't play defense. Oh man, niggas don't play defense. I ain't doing that shit out here. I'm like, my fault. I ain't know. I'm sliding. No. I'm up, my fucking got dead. He ain't giving the ball like that. Shit. I'm doing something wrong. He's like, damn, bro, swung it. I'm like, y'all ain't, y'all ain't trying to warm up. But we just want let niggas just catch and shoot threes. And I can't play like that, bro. I can't. Yo, right. Facts. No, I remember that. No, I, I love it. I love that, though. No, I, that, that set the tone. Honestly, that's, that's tone setting, you know what I mean? Shit, you should keep, man, keep doing it anyway. Like, shit, make them uncomfortable. They'll be all right. They'll be okay. For sure. Absolutely, man. But, hey, fellas, man, look, man, we appreciate y'all, man, again. Yeah. And, man, I'm telling you, man, like, just I'm, obviously, man, y'all on different time zones. I know y'all sacrifice and sleep and rest, man, for – Man, to, to come interview with us, man. So we appreciate y'all, man. Yes, bro. For real. Man, love, blessings, bro. And, and uh, man, continue to do y'all thing, man. Uh, you know, finish this, you know, finish the season strong, finish the season healthy, more importantly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, man, we, you know, we in y'all corner. We support y'all big time, man. And keep doing what y'all doing, brothers, man. Love, much love to y'all. Thank y'all again. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Yes, we appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all being sure. on, man. You know, hey, always before we go though, more. If y'all text me, get talking shit in Nashville. Don't make us Murray Bro boys pull up on y'all. Don't make us pull up. Man, <laughs> man, hey, listen, listen here, man. Hey, listen here, listen here. Y'all get y'all, get your, hey, hey, get y'all, get y'all squad. I'm gonna have my squad ready. We can, man. We gonna, we gonna hey, we gonna let y'all know. Yeah, yeah. We, we done, you know, last time. Y'all can't get pan and big hurt. Don't. Hey. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Perry gotta play with y'all. Absolutely. I, I want Perry to play with y'all. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't want to listen. Yeah. I ain't gonna cut. I don't want to cut no corners. Ain't you know, man. Yeah, no. Perry got. He live okay. in Nashville. So got, nah, 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 nah. He, he, he. Burrow. He with y'all. Get y'all squad. I'm gonna get my squad. We're gonna be, we're gonna go live. IG we're gonna live stream it. YouTube, Twitch, whole Facebook live, whole thing. Yeah, we're gonna set it up. We do a big. We're gonna set it up, man. Let's make that happen. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna oh, kick yeah. y'all ass. Too. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> boy, that boy, that boy. You know what we're gonna, Bruce? That boy is delusional, man. We grew up in the borough. You know, that's a little rugged and rough. We, you know, so y'all, y'all trying to be all. They trying to be your team. Trying to be pretty and shit. They trying eighteen crossover side steps. We don't worry about that shit. They trying to. <laughs> Good. We ready we ready for all we ready for all that smoke, man. So look, y'all y'all boys get back. Get back healthy. Let's get let's I want y'all to come back healthy, come back one hundred percent. Hey, go to the cabin. Go to Miami, go to Booby Trap, do what you gotta do, man. Hey, what is do what you gotta do. Then we come back. Y'all come back, y'all get hundred y'all get healthy, y'all get ready. We're gonna set it up. I'll see y'all this I, summer. I'll see man. y'all this summer, man. That's what it sounds like. I see I see y'all boys this summer. So <laughs> All right, man. Love you, man. All right, man. Love y'all boys, man. All right, fellas. It's a low. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm tired of motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh man! Hey man! Oh, we got clap! We got clap it up for them boys, man. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Tonight, that you know, again, you know, we 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 make, we making history, man. Two, two yeah. special. And um, you know what? I think, I think, I think you said it best, bro. When you text me on on the line, is that was therapy. What? That was therapy. That was awesome for those guys.
guys to be able to uh, just, man, one, be informative, just letting people know, but then two, man, you can, like those, you know, these type of interviews, it gives guys like that a space to, man, just be able to express themselves, man, and just be able to just, Man, yeah. man, just just get just get it off the chest, man. Yeah. Get, like 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 Reg and, and uh, Bruce was saying, man, just they don't get you know they don't get to have this space sometimes, especially while you're going through the grind. It's tough, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, man, so salute to you, brother. For man, I thought, man, just man, fantastic, man. You even you know just put you know take, putting those guys in consideration, man, and just letting them have opportunity to be here with us, man. That was. That was man, that was fire, man. But the Ker- the Kermit Davis stories, bro, bruh, man. Bruh, Ooh, you can bruh, tell, bruh. You tell them boys still, the boys still traumatized a little bit, man. But hey, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, hey, that's what made. But that's what. But shout out to him, man, because it sounds like man, you can make it through Kermit, you can make it through anything, anything man. You make it through Kermit, get through anything. For sure, for sure, man. That was man, that was super dope. I really enjoyed that. And on top cool. of that, I. I had to be quiet, man, because every time TSU, every time y'all, we play y'all, y'all kick our ass. <laughs> I, I, you know, and I'm, and I, you know, I'm glad you didn't say that. I'm glad you didn't bring that up. You know what I'm saying? Because I, no I, I was sure it was I was anticipating no boots. Like, man, man, we, man, TSU, man, we used to kick y'all ass. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I can't say nothing. I'm going to be quiet. So they didn't come up. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, no. man. No, no, man. We still in hell. For sure, man. So, but now that was great, man. And again, man, appreciate everybody for tuning in. That was a, a great episode. This episode will be on Spotify very soon. Talk it will be on. The, talk man, it, talk you know, it. Let them know. Let them know. Hey, Let them know. we on Spotify. We on Spotify. So we ain't holding out. We ain't holding out on the on the on the on the on the on the on the, on the, on the foot, man. We got we got all footage, man. We got all the the, the video, audio. It's going it's going down. YouTube coming soon. iTunes, Google. Amazon is gonna be loading them so we got we already got everything set up. So as soon as that dropped on those platforms, we will let y'all know. But man, hey, that was fire, man. That was, that was a five man fire episode, man. So we got more in store, man. And y'all be on the lookout. Nashville versus Murfreesboro. We gonna we gonna go live from Trading Trading Pies. Nashville versus Murfreesboro. We do a little we do a little pot, man. You know, ten thousand dollar pot. So no, though, yeah, we. Little money, no. Bruce is talking about money tournaments. We got money game. Yeah, what you think? How you feel about that? Well, we got ref from down. I'm with that. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it, it, this, this is what we're going to do. We, we, No matter who win, me and you going to win. So we good. <laughs> we just ain't going to tell them. So I, all the proceeds goes to the winning trainer. The, the players don't get nothing. I mean, the players don't, get, don't need that out. When is those supposed to be training? Yeah, we have it. It's all right. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> right. Hey, man. Thank y'all again, man, for another great episode, man. Again, I'm your co-host, Jamal Richardson, at JMR Basketball. To my bottom, I'm introduce my guy, Mr. Sean Sanford. And Mr. Sean, my brother, you already know how to get down. You already know how we're going to end it. Stay prayed up. Stay out the way, people. <laughs>